0: Hi guys, it's me again, and today I'm going to be talking about something quite surprising, something I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm going to be talking about the brand new Cheaper by the Dozen movie. So tune in for another Raging Scotsman review. So guys, I'm back, and as I said, I'm going to be talking about Cheaper by the Dozen, the brand new Disney Plus movie that has come out uh, this year, I think it came out, based on the 1950s, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, um, which was based on the book, and um, which is, I guess you could call, I mean, you, you don't even need to call it a reboot of the Cheaper by the Dozen that Steve Martin did. And the sadly terrible cheaper by the dozen two. You could actually say this movie is is in itself uh, a brand new movie in the series of cheaper by the dozen movies. I don't see why things need to be, you know, reboots or or sequels when you know a cast is when a family is completely different from the originals. Why not just say it's part of the cheaper by the dozen stories? You know what I mean? You know, at the end of the day, you look at the the three separate trilogies of Star Wars films. And you don't need to say, oh well, you know, it's it's the it's 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 a reboot. You know, you don't need to say that. It's a series of stories. You could actually say that cheaper by the dozen, than the new one, is exactly the same. So this one is actually a uh, very very. Oh, uh, I, I you know what? I loved it, and I I love I love movies nowadays with so much diversity. We've got Gabrielle uh, Union. Uh, we've got Zach Bramph. The, the these are the, the, the parents in the story, and a and a wonderful cast of diverse, uh, multicultural, multiracial, mixed race um, crew members, cast members. A wonderful film. Wonderful story about um, a, a family that are obviously living in a cramped uh, a cramped cramped home. Um, whilst trying to make their business work. You know, the main character, um, who's played by Zac Bramph, and obviously Gabrielle Union, both play the Baker family, and they run a a breakfast bar, and their whole family's involved in it. And, you know, you get the backstories. uh, So Zac Bramph was in a marriage, and he had a few kids, and adopted another kid. And then you've got Gabrielle Union, who was also married and had some kids, and then she got and then she got divorced and they got they, they each get divorced for different reasons and then they come together and they have their own kids and then they have a you know it's a dozen <laughs> the, the the film is honestly it is it's it's wonderful i mean the acting in some places is a little bit hit or miss but at the end of the day you know you've got to remember a lot of these people are kids and you know they're still learning And if you ignore that, which, you know, I I watched it with my daughter, and we sat there and thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed it. And we spoke about the things, like some of the acting was a bit off, but then we ignored it and went back to the movie. And in a way, you can actually see the development of these young actors if they maybe weren't so good in, in an earlier part of the movie. Their acting had certainly improved later on in the movie, which is wonderful, which means they're taking guidance and they're learning from from you know the experience um it really hits on a lot of of societal issues um which you know i'm going to go on to this now this this review is slightly different i'm not going to make it as long as the last one hopefully but i'm going to go and talk on about now the societal issues Mm -hmm. that it discusses sorry that was my phone vibrating the societal issues before the vibration comes in um, and then obviously I'm going to talk about my, the good parts, then I'm going to talk about the bad parts, and then I'm going to give my overall conclusion back and tell you, you can probably hear it in my voice, it's maybe the coffee, it's maybe the caffeine, I don't know, but I'm very excited about this film, so stay tuned and I'll, I'll come right back. So I'm going to talk now about the societal things that I found, or the societal issues that the, the, the film really touches on, and I, I, I think, you know, as the movie is a biracial family and me being in a biracial family myself, I felt like I could, and it sounds weird, you know, saying this, but, you know, I found that I could really relate to it as a white man in a biracial relationship. You know, my wife is black Latina. I'm white. My daughter's white. But I also have, you know, um, non-white family members. And it it, kind of shows you the... Uh, the the I don't want to say the racial ignorance, but it kind of shows you the ignorance from both sides of the colour spectrum, the racial colour spectrum. And it was so edgy, and I just thought, you know something, this this is going to piss off a lot of people for the wrong reasons, and it's going to make some people so happy for the right reasons. And that is how I actually felt. You know, I felt I thoroughly enjoyed seeing the experience. You know, here we've got a white man who has his own white kids. And we have a black woman with her own black kids. And obviously there are, you know, parents that are on the other sides of the relationships. Obviously there has to be two to make these children. You have a, a white man who's trying to bring up two black kids in a, in a world, in a country where... It really doesn't deal with race very well, you know. And you then have a, a white woman, uh, sorry, a black woman, who's who's bringing up white kids, and she actually handles it better. But she has her own struggles, and this is this is this is the truly beautiful thing. So, you know, they they talk a lot about race, and you know, you then have uh, the absent father of the black kids, who was a successful sportsman but he wasn't there. I can also relate to that, not because of my father. I mean, my, my father obviously uh, left when I was a teenager, but I still, you know, spoke to him and saw him as much as possible. But my, my daughter's own mother is completely absent, yet feels like she can have a say in every decision that affects, you know, my daughter. And, you know... You, you then have the, that same father telling the Zach Bramps character, you will never understand what it's like for, for my son because you're not black. You will never understand what it's like for my kids because you have never been in their position. You have never been pulled over by the police for no reason. You've never had that racial abuse because of your white privilege. and it And it, and it makes sense. You know, yeah, we have our own struggles, but we as people, and I want to say white people, we, we don't have that kind of struggle where we fear for our lives walking down the street. And I, and I think actually America is one of those places that's becoming more and more, I want to say, I don't know what the opposite word of diverse is, but it's becoming more diverse in the sense that, yeah, there's the racism, but at the same time, now things are happening where people are scared no matter what uh kids are scared to go to schools because of mass shootings people are scared to go to churches and mosques because of mass shootings you know people are scared to go to the supermarket because of Karen's and kevins it, it, it's the, the, america is 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 collapsing as a society and and and, and you know you can safely say that a certain person stoked the hornet's nest and allowed it to happen. And I'm not going to lie, Republicans allowed it to happen. And what they don't understand is when a revolution starts, it will take over and fundamentally the American society will change either for the better or for the worse. But it talks about this and it also talks about um, white ignorance. So, you know, the family move and they they meet these like posh, posh white well not even white there actually there's 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 all different um races but they they meet posh people who you know assume that Gabrielle Union is the nanny because she's there with biracial mixed race children and she she basically pies them in the face and and corrects this one woman who then tries to justify it by saying oh well I've adopted two asian kids and you're just like, no, you, you don't get it. You're still using your privilege and using these people as necessary. These are my kids. And I could see a lot of my own world in, in this movie. Like, you know, I've seen my wife being racially abused and I've, I've seen her being spoken down to as a woman and treated badly and, and it has infuriated me. And as much as I want to react and defend her, i can't do that unless she wants me to do that because she's experienced that her whole life i i'm only just getting a taste a, a glimpse through the window and i will never be able to experience that and and unfortunately you know i i, I you know we we don't choose the color of our skin but we choose how we treat people You know, at the end of the day, I don't care what colour a doctor is. I don't care what colour any person is. I treat people the way I want to be treated. And in my job, I can be as nice as anything and you still get fucking arseholes coming on and being complete turds for no reason other than they're just nasty people. Um so yeah, I mean the the societal and racial and you know all these all these things are are really powerful in this film. They're very well explained. They also go on to troubled kids and they didn't do the whole the the whole stereotype of it being black kids that are bad. I mean they did mention that, but they also have a cousin who comes from a, a broken home, his mum's um we're assuming a, a drug abuser or an alcoholic, but she ends up in rehab and the cousin is actually Zach Bramf's nephew in the film and he's part of gangs and shoplifting and things like that and he's given a second chance and I thought that was truly beautiful as well and it threw in a curveball and you like, thought that is nice. This kid that is vulnerable and people don't understand him and he feels unsafe and this family are offering him something, not just one but all of them and then the, the entire film I'm kind of going into my conclusion now. (laughs) So I'll tell you what, I'll stop this here and I'll come back uh, to the the pros and the cons. So I figured I better make this bit quick because the last bit was a bit long. So I'm going to talk about the pros and the cons. Um, I'll go with the cons first. The cons, you know what, there weren't many cons. I actually think... You know, as I said, this this movie doesn't need to be a reboot. It doesn't need to be a sequel. It can be part of a series of Cheaper by the Dozen movies that really explores different societal situations. I truly think that that would be the best thing to do. Yeah, if we get a sequel. I don't really think the movie needs a sequel. I didn't like the original Cheaper by the Dozen 2. I vaguely remember liking the original Cheaper by the Dozen, but this just doesn't need a sequel. It it, it, it was a great movie. As I said, I mean, you know, you've got a a large number of children who are all young and learning to act. Parts, uh, earlier parts of the movie, the acting was a little bit ominous, but you can see that as the movie went on, the kids took in what they were being taught and progressively got better. And it, that was wonderful. Um, I, I, I I honestly don't have a lot of negativity to say about the movie. Um, Pros: I think all the actors were wonderful. I think Zach and Gabrielle made a wonderful couple. Their chemistry was brilliant. The way they interacted with the kids was absolutely wonderful. They were cool. They were sassy. They were funny. The kids were wonderful. The story in itself was was brilliant and it 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 you know the formula was great, and the diversity was wonderful. I mean, it wasn't just black and white and mixed race we also had an Indian guy in there which which you know it it tackled so many different issues and did it so wonderfully and the end message was so beautiful um and you know it it all went through uh, like all the issues i mean i I suppose you could say the primary. The primary um, message was, you know, don't be ignorant. You know, ask questions, talk, communicate. And that's what this family does. And they actually discover, actually, you know what? We want different things, but maybe we want the same things, but we need to talk about it. And they talk about it and they fix it. And, you know, the end was so wonderful. It really was. And it was funny, but it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, slapstick funny or like Steve Martin funny. It was its own kind of funny. It 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 was like the it reminded me of the old John Hughes movies. You know where it was it, it was funny, but it wasn't like belly laugh funny. You had a chuckle, you had a laugh, and you still felt good, and you didn't think, ah, oh, this is rubbish. I over, I thought the film was overall, and you know what? I looked at a lot of reviews before I before I watched it, and I could see. Like, you, you can certainly tell the people that got it and the people that didn't. And I can imagine that the people that didn't get it are the same people that say all lives matter. You know, I think, I'm pretty sure one of the reviews I said, uh, it said BLM sucks or something like that, all lives matter. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like Jimmy Carr made a joke in his dark material, and that's, that's a review also for another day because it's highly controversial. But he couldn't have put it better He said, you know, you got the people that said BLM, Black Lives Matter, wonderful. And then you got the idiots that came along and said, but all lives matter. And he said, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's like people saying save the whales. And then the idiots coming over and saying, no, save all animals. And the issue is we don't have problems with people harpooning seagulls. You know, that's the kind of thing we don't have issues with 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 white people being shot just by the color of their skin yeah white people do get shot by the police but statistically black people get shot more i mean there's this whole scene in the movie where the the two mixed race uh, twins really cute uh, have toy guns and you know something when i saw that scene i had to pause it and explain it to my daughter the scene where the two little boys had their toy guns and the mum was like, these are indoor toys, you can't take them to the playdate," And they didn't understand why. And when they got to the playdate, the other kids who were white were playing with toy guns. And it reminded me of the story in America about a little boy that was playing with a toy gun and the police shot him. Despite knowing it was a toy gun, there was that assumption that he was black and a gun and they shot and killed him and i told i told my daughter that and she was shocked really shocked why did that happen and i said why do you think it happened and she said because of the color of her skin and i said yes and she said that's horrible we shouldn't be judging people like that i mean if my my daughter can can watch a film like this and understand all these messages now my my daughter has many friends of different races in fact her her boyfriend at the moment, now keep in mind she's just turned ten, so it's not a real boyfriend, is is black. He's African, he's a lovely little boy. She doesn't see that. She doesn't care. Racism is taught. It is not you're not born racist. It is taught. And you know, like I said, the people that don't get this film are clearly the same people that don't understand that racism exists and don't want to talk about it. And yet it's a sucky it's a sucky talk pick. It's an uncomfortable topic, but it needs to be done. It needs to be, and you need to have an open mind. You can't just go in and and tarnish everybody with the same brush. It is an uncomfortable topic, and unless we talk about it, it's never going to improve. And there were so many little little moments in the movie where I thought, oh, God, there, there was a story like that in America. There was a story like that in America. And I had to keep telling myself that, you know, I am fortunate enough to be in a a relationship with a beautiful, intelligent, smart, open-minded, caring, non-judgmental black woman. And I have a white, beautiful, intelligent, smart, non-judgmental, loving daughter who who loves her mum, my wife, more than anything. She goes to her about anything. She doesn't care what colour she is. It's her mum and she loves her and she defends her and and removes the ignorance from people that ask the questions. And I actually feel like this film really, really expressed that in such a wonderful way. So you know what? I'm going to go straight on to, that was my conclusion. The film is wonderful. Give it a go. Have an open mind. Enjoy it. Rating out of 10. A Raging Scotsman rating out of 10. You know what? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 because that's how much I enjoyed it. So check it out on Disney Plus, Cheaper by the Dozen with Zach Bramph, Gabrielle Union. Beautiful story. I hope you enjoyed this. Sorry, I tried not to make it long, but it obviously is. So anyway, take care. I'll talk to you later.